Yes, I do. Oh, oops. Pull it, 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 pull it. Oh, hey, buddy. You like movies? Yes, I do. Oh, hey. So this is uh, this is Hoodie Harrelson and Wesley Slipe, Swipes. Welcome to Money Train 2, Train Harder, where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I won the first week of 2018 on a few levels. That's, yeah, 2018's, if so far... Is doing great. Yes. For lots of people, too. Let me not just put myself over it. A lot of people who I know. A lot of my friends. So that makes it even better. Here's the thing. It's, <coughs> it's, a, it's a trite um, saying, but, you know, they say that you have to put on the safety mask on your, on your face in an airplane before you can help others. Absolutely. So it's okay to talk about your fortune before you talk about the fortune of others. Very true. You had a terrible 2017. I did. Like... Some some really some really terrible. It was a rough bookend. It was rough. It started it started terrible. It ended terrible. It's so, almost like an Edward Yang movie. Yeah, but life. Sure. Well, Edward Yang movies are about life. Have you seen Yee? Yeah. Exactly. That that that's a movie. It starts with a death and ends with the funeral of that person who died at the beginning of the movie. No, no. It. I I apologize. It starts with someone falling into a catatonic yeah. state. And then it ends with her funeral. But there's also a newborn baby at the end of that movie, too. So it's not all a downer. There's new life. With death comes life. With death comes life. You know, uh, a country is doing well when the birth-to-death ratio is equal. For every person right, right, right. Uh, being born, someone dies. Right. Um, so it's, it's good. 2018 should be good for you. Yeah. You know, you should win the lottery and have a foursome, if that's what you want. <coughs> um... I've had a threesome. A foursome wouldn't be bad. I'm a big guy. I'm like, sometimes I like things in excess. So Food, cocaine, not Not, not so much anymore. Food, not so much anymore. I eat about one and a half meals a day. Uh, cocaine, not, only I, on bachelor party when I'm weekends. Not, when I'm not sticking donuts down your face. When you're not shoving donuts down my face like Colin Farrell. Cocaine, only on bachelor party weekends, but in excess. But that's just like a 48-hour 
72 hour thing so yeah alright let's talk cool. let's talk about movies okay tell me about movies this weekend has been pretty awesome for which is another reason why I feel like I'm winning in 2018 because I saw two really good movies uh, this weekend you haven't seen so we won't go in depth but I do know I'll tell you this much since this podcast I've obviously been watching a lot of movies with you so I can gauge what you're gonna laugh at <laughs> and that's the specific laugh that comes in my mind. So I saw Guy Madden's, uh, who, side note, is a big fan of Friend of the Show and Friend in Real Life from Tume Gant. Both of them Tume short films. Uh, Guy Madden sent him a nice letter saying how much he liked both of his movies. But anyway, Guy Madden's new film called The Green Fog is very funny. If you like TV carnage, that's essentially what this movie is. He just took, a, bu- he took a bunch of footage from like random Chuck Norris movies, random like cowboy shows from the 70s bad canadian television and made a movie through editing and it's only an hour long it's hilarious um and that's the thing guy madden is very big on if you know his films he's like editing is like one of his things like experimental editing and that's what this is so it's just like essentially a found footage movie and for those of you rolling your eyes like oh this hasn't been done before it hasn't been done by like stop rolling stop rolling your eyes doug right it hasn't been done by an an auteur. Yeah. So I don't um, like yeah. the word auteur. I like it for some I like it for people I like. I don't know. I just think I think it creates like a a class gap. You're no, you're absolutely right. I ain't gonna So that's why that's that. why I don't like it. Fair enough. So I don't I don't use that word. That's why I use the words movie and film interchangeably, rap and hip hop interchangeably. <coughs> um cause, cause I don't like the I don't like the inherent um yeah, the class at this thing it's a it's obsequious. Oh. SAT word. I ne and the thing is I I I never took my SATs. I dropped out of high school. I got a 990 on my SAT. You're smart. This no, t- no, that's not good. That's good. Oh. That's like a a C minus. Oh. Like bear like like a 70. B minus. We don't say Cs. Oh, it's a B minus. <laughs> okay. I got a B minus on my SAT. No, uh uh yeah no I dropped I dropped out of high school I went to right. boarding school where like the first day these people passed me this joint that was made with uh, toothpaste they're like hey you want to smoke this I was like hell no I don't want to smoke toothpaste it's weird yeah so when like young thug tweeted we're smoking penises I was like uh, is that like smoking <laughs> toothpaste <laughs> rewind that for a second what <laughs> what. What did Young Thug say? Young Thug say? I like movies that take place in the forest. Nah, no, 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 no. What did he really say that? Yes. Do you okay. like movies that take place? Why am place? I surprised? Do you like movies that take place in the forest? Some. I've seen some great movies that took place in the forest recently. A good chunk of the lobster takes place in the forest and I, I like guess the lobster. You're right. Yeah. Yes. I like the mirror. There's a lot of forest stuff in the mirror. I mean the I love Tarkovsky's. Tarkovsky is the best. Wait, Stalker. A good chunk of stalker is in a forest. No, that's that's in the zone. But the zone is like a forest. The zone it's a lot of ferns and trees zone, and green. The zone is the zone. Fair enough. The but, zone takes care of its own. That's the, from Naked Lunch. Like when when I whenever I think of like the song by Kanye West and Jay Z, we're like, "Don't get me up in my zone." I just assume they're talking about stalker. Is that what is that N words in Paris? Yes. Oh. You I just the, you, I just assume that that Jay Z and and Kanye West watch Stalker every day. Sure, I 
in all seriousness, I don't I'm think being, Jay-Z knows what that is. I'm being serious. I'm being serious, and I think Kanye West watched the first two minutes of Stalker and then would tell everyone that's his favorite movie. It's weird, because you never know. I don't know. think he has the attention span Because so, sometimes, like, he, you know, he likes, he likes images. Like, he, but he also thinks, like, Pacific Rim is the greatest film ever made. Right. Which I, I don't agree. I like Pacific Rim, but I don't think it's the greatest film ever made. I don't think it's close. He thinks the Robert Zemeckis tightrope movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt is one of the best movies ever made. And that's real. He really said that. To be, to be truthful, I haven't seen it because I really like the original movie. Yeah, Man on Wire. I, you know I don't like documentaries, but Man on Wire is, is just so beautiful and sincere. and Sure. Uh, I, if anyone was to make that movie, Robert Zemeckis seems like the person to do it. Yeah. I just, um, I just haven't... Uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah. That's cuz I'm just like I'm just not really I'm not really with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't know, there was a that year there were a bunch of movies where Joseph Gordon-Levitt played famous people. And I was What like, else? He was he was uh he was guy not Guy Madden. We were just talking about Guy Madden. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Guy Madden. Yeah, no, the Snitch. Who's the Snitch? Snowden. Oh. Yeah, but Oliver Stone movies don't count anymore. They don't? No. They're myths. Nobody right. sees them. I, I, do you like any Oliver Stone movies? Salvador. Uh, Salvador. Platoon? No, nah, I don't like, I, I'm not a, no. Nah. Born on the 4th of July? Meh. No. Nah. Yeah. I like Willem Dafoe in Born on the 4th of July. It's I only like, like a small segment, but... Oh, if Willem Dafoe becomes your pal, does he become Willem Dafriend? Yes. I want I want Willem Dafriend in my life. I do too. He he took a picture with me, no questions asked. He had a cast on his arm. He was hanging with a bunch of Italian people. And I was like, hey man, can I take a picture with you? And he was just like, yeah, sure, no problem. And he had a cast on his arm. Good for him. Yeah. Um, he's very, very short. I mean, I know I'm on the taller side, but outside of my height, he's like, he's short. I tweeted about this, but uh, you know, I was I was at the bodega the other day ordering a sandwich, and this like seven foot dude oh, shit, yeah. walked by me and was like, "Excuse me, could you get out the way, shorty?" And I wasn't even mad at him, cause cause I'm six one. Sure. So when so I haven't been called shorty in thirty years. Right. Right. It's been thirty years since someone called me shorty, and this gigantic he looked like a Dominican Andre the Giant. Sure. Whom? Why would I? I knew and 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 he smiled. He didn't mean any disrespect. See, and that's where you and I differ, and why you might be a better person than me. Because I, it'd be like, yeah, sure, when I'm done, like that. That would have been my response. It's it's a very it's a it's a narrow. You know how yeah. bodegas are in the morning. Sure. You have there's poorly a lot. Designed. That's not that's true. They're poorly designed, and there's real estate space, and you need different areas. Yeah. I was I was trying to figure out the beverage that was going to go with my breakfast sandwich, mm-hmm. and he wanted to get some cookies. I was standing by the cookies. Mm-hmm. So all I had to do was move after he said it. Also, like, why do you want to start shit with, with, uh, with Dominican <coughs> Andre the Giant at 6 in the morning? Fair enough. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just, when people, I'm... When I'm friends with you, you can say whatever you want to me, I swear to God. But just people, like, even when they're joking, I don't do well with strangers joking, because it's like, who, I, you don't know me. You I'm smell like, like duties, Marcus. Oh, come on. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you don't. <laughs> I wouldn't say you smell good, because that's hella weird to say. But, uh... You know, I got some... 
I got some old spice aftershave on. That's gross. Have no. you seen have you seen the the film Green or Green. Always Shine both by Sophia Takal? No. She's a director that does films in the woods. Oh. And I've been trying to get you to see Always Shine for a long time. Oh, sorry. I, it's fine. Okay. Like you like I don't take it personally. Okay. Good. Why are you crossing your arms? It's comfortable. Do we need to talk? No. What's going on? We need to talk about this guy Kevin. No. Unless yeah, exactly. That's unless, how I feel about that movie. Unless, unless you want to talk about the uh, the only Kevin I think about, which is Kevin Sorbo, the captain of Andromeda. He sucks. Does he? He was yeah. tweeting during all the Flint stuff, all the like Maryland stuff, all the uh, St. Louis stuff. He was calling folks animals, which at this point we know what that's code word for. So fuck Kevin Sorbo. Oh yeah, fuck you. I yeah. really liked Andromeda. I don't. I don't like it anymore. Yeah, animals. I we get it. We I know what it. you're trying to say. And that's not nice. Yeah. It's more than not nice. Dehumanizing people is what is what makes people able to, um, you know, take advantage of and and hurt. You can take advantage of people, and you're willing to. People are willing once they take away the notion that someone's a human, they're willing to stigmatize and take away their right. power. Right. So that's not cool. Rest in fucking peace, Erica Garner. That is... Yeah, that's really sad. Um, it's very, very sad. So racism kills. Systemic racism kills. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Do you think she would... Do you think 27-year-old girl, woman, would have died of a heart attack if her father wasn't murdered on film two years ago? In conjunction with just years of additional stress. Correct. Yeah. Uh, no. I really don't think so. And, um... If anyone on our show is like, oh, you guys are being social justice warriors. No, I'm a social war, war justice archmage. Nice. The fuck out of here with that warrior shit. I play D&D. Yeah. These, huh. not really. I used to. Now I, play, <coughs> now I play Magic the Gathering. Okay, cool. You know, I used to, I used to smoke crack and listen to Red Man. No, Boom smoke crack. Yeah. I used to smoke, smoke crack co- while I listened to Red Man. Now I... Smoke blunts, why? Damn, that's yeah. one of my favorite Sean Price songs. It's and I'm embarrassed really, I don't know. It's a other. really Sean Price, rest in peace. Had just his quotables were just so good. That's my uh, that's one of my bench press songs. Boom by yeah, that's yeah, a straight. It's, a, uh, that's it's, a it's also an elliptical song. Also, the beat is like bonkers. That's why. But also, like he's his his lines are just. I remember back in the day, when um, let me get a turkey sandwich and a bottle of juice, please. Uh, let me get the change. Now, fuck it. Just give me two Lucy's. And if you grew up in the city when that song came out, you really understood that that was that was that was how you spent five dollars if you smoked cigarettes, and sure. you knew that that he was talking about five dollars, because a turkey sandwich and a bottle of juice was like uh, four fifty, uh-huh. and then two Lucy's were two quarters. Uh-huh. So you had two Lucy's and a bottle of juice and a turkey sandwich for five bucks. Nice. I remember. Growing up in Amherst, but I had my foundation in Queens, and then Did going they have visiting. Lucy's there? Well, that's what I was getting ready to say. Just little terms like that. Amherst is Amherst, so like a Lucy. I'm sure like kids my age didn't know what that was, but then like growing up, like the rap music, not knowing what slang terms meant, and I knew what it meant, cause like one of my favorite rap lines ever. I got to get mine like my old Earth bless the cheese line. People are like, what does that even mean? And I was just like, he's talking about his mother going to the free cheese line, you know, on the weekends, cause. Uh, 
that's what you know not just in New York but I knew that through New York people would go get the free the, the free block the, of the cheese cho- the block which of government Amherst cheese don't know nothing about yeah or like some places called it Earths. some places called it loose cigarette or like when I used yeah, when yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. smoke cigarettes here we we call the the end of a cigarette a bust down or an ace oh I don't know I don't know that and and in other places it would be like they had no idea what they were talking about sure. like what some places it would be cut me short whoa I like that yeah that sounds like some down south though stuff. yeah cut me short well I also spent a lot of time in Coatesville Pennsylvania which even though it's only two hours away from here is yeah. like kind of southern it's a it's the I, the, I, I think the term for that is country because you can be I was from about, anywhere I was and be about country. to say country oh fair enough because um, like there's parts of New Jersey uh, what are we in where you like find like tractor stores and shit yeah. I was just literally before I got in my car and drove her I was texting with Leanne she's the year she's an example the year's going good for her so far she's going to Disneyland uh, I think today or tomorrow yo if you see any cool Robin Hood shit say what up that's my favorite Disney movie nice that's the best Disney movie what's your the favorite the cartoon one yeah 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 absolutely I remember 100%. as a kid I was very invested like the fire all that stuff at the end really uh, fun fact got to me I bet yeah. you didn't know this um, when they made Robin Hood they weren't doing that well financially uh-huh. so they were like what are we going to do so they actually uh, you're making me nervous with my zipper yeah cause it could... whoa sorry no I'm sorry might have to edit that line out go ahead <laughs> go ahead stop uh <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so, Robin Hood. They did. Yes, go ahead. Disney wasn't like doing that well money wise. Uh-huh. So, they were like, what are we going to do? So, they were like, oh, well, we have all these like stills and cells from the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. So, let's just take some of the characters from the Jungle Book and draw like tunics on them. Oh, wow. That totally makes sense now that you say that. So they were smart. Yeah, they were just like kind of broke, and it and it was, (coughs) it was a runaway hit. It was because they also do 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 funny funny story. Mm -hmm. So that's the theme from Robin Hood, right? Sure. It was me flipping that sample as a beat. That got me into Nuclear Family, the rap group, amongst other things. Oh, very cool. They were like, that beat's great. And then they were like, oh, that's how my rap career started. Nice. So fuck you, Robin Hood. No, that's serious. Then. I used to go to your MySpace page and listen to your music. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, well, I told you this before, but yeah. I still make music. I know. MySpace doesn't... Uh, does MySpace exist? I don't know. Yeah. Does MySpace still exist, Doug? No, Tom. Tom? I know you're listening. Tom, I know you're listening. Is, Sitting is Tom... at your desk with that white shirt on. Yo, don't look at me, Tom. Is Tom a real? Is Tom real? He's very real. Look, He's very, very rich, real? too. He got rich. There was a, a video. He was interviewing 50 Cent once, and he's really... He's a weird guy. Do you remember the in the 80s when Pee Wee Herman did, like, crack advertisements? No. They exist. Like, don't do crack. Yeah, don't do crack. Oh, okay. He wasn't like, hi, kids, do crack. That was oh so yeah eighty so that was like Reagan era, or yeah. Bush era depending on but still that's still Reagan. Do you remember the the don't do drug commercial? Oh my God, this is the most cinematic. Do you remember when it was star? Of course it was a black guy. He was like a drug dealer. He's like, hey man, I got this crack for. And he was walking and he would walk through a column and then you'd see him again and walk past again. And like the more he walked, 
he turned more into like a snake and by the end of the commercial he was like a full on like snakehead guy like I got the drugs for you <sighs> do you remember yes. that yo that shit yeah that scared the shit out of me when I was like four or five I remember the 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 I learned it from you dad commercial. oh of course of course I, I thought weed was, was was like a white q-tip I didn't understand what it was those, that those were joints oh shit that's I funny. thought the drug was like a chalk yeah so when I first saw weed, oh, right, 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 right. when I first saw weed, I was like, "What's this?" Yeah, you know. And then I was like, "I want some." I'll tell you. Here, here's when I was nine. You like, started smoking weed when you were nine. No, but this is about getting the wrong idea about something. I remember thinking, "Wait, that's not how this works." When in the movie, look who's talking. The way that movie is, if you're eight or nine years old and you watch that movie, every time people kiss in that movie, the very next scene, they show the semen sperm swimming through the... So I was like, wait a minute. So you kiss and that's where the sperm comes out? That, I, I didn't think that's how that worked. So, yeah, that's bad editing. Although I don't, I don't think those movies were intended for my age, or maybe they were. But yeah, they, like Kirstie Alley and like John Travolta would kiss, or Kirstie Alley and the other guy, they'd kiss... Literally the next scene, it was like you know the talking sperm swimming through the. I was oh, like, true. So the sperm in saliva, and do they transfer it that way? My yeah. my like my eight year old birthday, I think, was we all went to see Look Who's Talking Two. That makes sense. And then we went to we went to the ice cream bar next to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. There used to be like this ice cream buffet bar in mm-hmm. Carroll Gardens, like twenty years ago. Nice. It was great. It's the reason why lots of people in Carroll Gardens have diabetes. <laughs> like your co-host. Like the sugar. Um, You're not from Carroll Gardens. I just meant like have diabetes. You have the, diabetes. Sh- you have the sugar. But I'm on a sliding scale now, which sliding means there are days I don't great. even take insulin, so that's good. So that means we're weaning off. Um, fun fact about Look Who's Talking too. Did you know Richard Pryor originally voiced the voice of the black kid? And, then for so- and it was on trailers and everything. And then for some reason it got taken out, and then it was Damon Wayne's. No, but I want to find yeah. that. I want to listen to it. It's like it's like um, Samantha Morton being the original voice in her, and then for whatever reason she got taken out, and it was Scarlett Johansson. It could have been you, Eric. Huh. Scarlett Johansson. I not Scarlett. Samantha Morton. By the way, I'm a big fan of her. She gets kind of a bad reputation in Hollywood because people say she's like cold and mean and moody. But then in an interview on the special features of the Morvan Caller DVD, great road trip movie, she was explaining that just like. She takes her crap serious. And then I thought about how much that upset me because it's like Daniel Day-Lewis or Jared Leto or all these guys who claim to be method actors do weird, moody stuff on set. And, oh, my God, they're they're just great artists. But when a woman takes her crap serious and she's serious, oh, she's the B word. Oh, she's cold. She, uh, so it's just another example of the double standard nonsense. It's the patriarchy. Yep. Um, Samantha, uh, you have an open invite on the show. I want to talk more of Caller. I want to talk Minority Report. Um, oh yeah, you were sweet do- and low you, down. You were, I want to talk all that stuff. You were dope in Minority Report. You yes. were you were like, so is Colin Farrell actually. Yes. What we have here is an orgy of evidence. I do have to say what I always me and my friend Dallin talk about this a lot. Before Max von Sydow killed him, sorry, that was two thousand two. You had plenty of t- you had yeah, sixteen the, I mean, years. The, when I said orgy of um, evidence, that was yeah. No, no, no. When he explains, well, you know, when he figures out. It literally makes no sense to me. <laughs> the precock sees it, and then he uh, da 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 da, and then Max von Sydow kills him. But like, it makes no sense. Like his explanation makes no sense, even though I'm sure it does. But. Look, there's those like there's the, there's that YouTube 
thing called like honest trailers where they, oh those are great where they those are great explain how none of that stuff makes sense or whatever yeah. oh speaking of uh, orgy of evidence did you hear about the jurisprudence fetishist no he what? got off on a technicality nice boom nice. Uh, so yo Sophia Takal she mm. did this movie uh, Always Shine mm-hmm. you gotta see it it's great okay it's like it's definitely like an homage to to persona mm-hmm. but it's very slow which you like yes I do and it's got it's got the actress that plays the robot sex worker in Blade Runner 2049 oh okay it's it's really dope and Sophia Takao <coughs> has another movie called Green which I think you'll like as well okay and they're both on Fandor nice which our show is hosted uh, sponsored, sponsored by. by it could be Fandor come on yeah just throw us a little. It only, you know, we don't need a lot. You know, the reason why we're always like not doing a Patreon is like we don't. It's, who wants to do more work? Fair enough. I mean, I would love to do lots of stuff, but I would, it would have to be like, if I, it would have to be like enough that I could not work one extra day at work. Yeah. You know, asking for an entire, you know, subsidization of my, you know, paycheck. Would be would be ridiculous, but yeah. just give me a little, and then I'll make you all the T-shirts, and we'll make a movie, and all the other stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, Pennsylvania can be country. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, uh, or as I said, I I I legit went to a a tractor store in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where, it was, where it was like people. If people were like, hey, man, you want to go make some meth in a trailer, I would have been like, oh, that makes sense. Uh, 90 minutes outside of where we are yeah. can be country. Like Poughkeepsie? Mm. Poughkeepsie's country, where, yeah. where Mr. Cribs lives. There's certain parts of there that's like... I mean, it's where they shot Place Beyond the Pines. Well, Place Beyond the Pines literally is what yeah. Poughkeepsie means. You told me that, and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I like yeah. that movie. What's, I, what did that director do after that? That's a good question. He was on Elvis Mitchell's podcast years ago after that movie came out, and he was talking about this new movie he was making. Oh, didn't you make that movie? It was about the drummer who was like slowly going deaf, but I don't know if it ever came out. But before then, of course, he made Blue Valentine. Right, I love that movie. He made that first. Yeah. He I made f- that before Place Beyond the Pines. Yes, he did. That, the ending to that movie still, uh, still touches my soul. It's a very good movie. Yes. When um, it's one of those things. Like I get Ryan Gosling is slowly becoming well, not slowly. He's more an internet meme than an actor to a lot of people. But there's a couple. There's a handful of performances that it's just like well no, like for example Ryan Gosling when he finally accepts in the scene in the kitchen when he finally accepts that him and Michelle Williams are over, he like tries not to cry and then he bangs on the door frame. That that you know it's a great scene. Uh, Half Nelson. The scene between him and Anthony Mackie. Oh, side note, that's a great Anthony Mackie supporting performance. But when they have a little confrontation on the street, I think that's another great, you know, yeah. Gosling performance. So he's got his uh, everyone. I think Drive. I think it's something between Drive and Only God Forgives. It's something like, oh, he doesn't say much in movies. He just stares and like someone called Only God Forgives Only Gosling stares. Like that was like a joking nickname for that movie. Yeah, but that's stupid. That movie's great. Yeah, it is. The Light Between Oceans. I haven't seen that movie. Was oh, the, is that what it is? Yeah, I think that. Michael think, Fassbender, Alicia Vikander, Rachel Weisz. He did that. Yeah. Oh, they find. Oh, Ra- uh, Rachel Weisz, 
gets pregnant and like she doesn't want the baby, so she gives it. She like leaves it somewhere. Michael Fassbender and um, uh, Alicia Vikander find the baby. You see this movie? Yes, and then I did not. This whole time I didn't know that was Derek C. and friends. So they find the baby. Is it a good movie? <coughs> eh. You're gonna tell me the whole. No, plot? this is all the trailer. This no, this is the trailer. Yeah, but I don't watch trailers, man. All right, cool. But the baby grows up to be Ryan Gosling. That's not true. But um, it's it's fun. It's 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 worth a watch. I didn't know. Th- I usually pay attention to that kind of stuff. I didn't know he directed that. That's interesting. But yeah. Yo, I definitely du- saw that movie. The dude that did Rust and Bone. What has he done recently? Rust and Bone. Rust and Bone. I'm getting see now. I want to say he, he did, did. He did Un Prophet. Oh, I don't know, but uh, I should my, the beat exactly. I was gonna skipped. say I, I should be up on that guy because Rust and Bone was the last one I saw by him. That's my favorite of Same. his, I think. Yeah, it's. I, I gotta go with um, the beat, beat my or the movie he did before that, which I feel bad because it's. I, I I forgot the name of it. Fingers. No, that's uh, that's by scumbag James Toback. Um. The movie where Vincent Cassell is a thief and the woman who's in all of his movies. She's yeah. in um she's in the Beat to My Heart Skip only one scene. Um shit, I know what you're talking but, about. Um, that movie's good. She's too. deaf, but she can read lips really well, so he uses her in a heist. Oh, and we were just talking about a deaf movie as well. Yes. Just oh wow, movie. yeah, yeah. The movie Derek C and Friends was supposed to make, but I guess he didn't make it. Or like what'd you say? The movie Derek C and Friends I was can't, supposed I can't to hear make. You. Oh, come on. Amadeus? All right, that'll do. Beethoven? No. <laughs> the Charles Grodin Beethoven? Yeah. That's a good one. The first one only. Then they just went overboard with the sequels. Yeah, it's just like too much. It's like, yeah. come on, you're being, you're being a real asshole, Beethoven. Yeah. Stop being such a dick. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, like... But that doesn't fall on the dog. Train that son of a bitch, because it's like just messing shit up around yeah, the house. Yeah, you know... uh Blame the deed, not the breed. Sure. I remember the older I got as a kid, it's like I learned the dogs I was scared... Because I would go over some friend's house, and they would have the most friendliest dogs in the world. And I'd look at the parents, I'd look at the owners. And then like when I'd go visit my grandmother in Queens, the house I now live in... When I walk home for the long... (laughs) When I walk... Through every other, first of all in St. Albans, every other house has a pit or a, a rut. But then I look at the conditions of say the house or the front yard or the no attention that they're getting. I get why you know they're so aggressive. And if a leash were to ever snap, I would be screwed. I always think about that. There's at least two dogs on the route that I take that are ready to just go at me. St. Albans four one three beans. St. Albans seven one eight. No, no, just like saying things that, that you like. Oh, all day, yeah. All day. Throw it up. Throw it up. 413. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I'm down with the 413 as well as a mindset. Absolutely. Go, go for yours, 413. Yes. Though, like, um, my fiance's been, been giving me a hard time because <coughs> we realized Saskia, who was on, who was on last week. Yeah, episode. people like Saskia. That was, uh, yeah, that was cool. Well, She's I, a good guest. I, I love her. I'm going to marry her one day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought last episode was great. It was. Everyone, everyone. I got some personal texts from some folks, some DMs. It was, it was yeah. Oh, it's yeah? Nice, it's a good Who, feeling. Yeah. What, are, what are the names? Huh? Who liked it? Leanne liked it. Okay. Uh, no, I can't think. Um, I'm preoccupied with texts that I'm getting from other people these right. days, but Leanne definitely liked it. Carlo liked it. Oh, Carlo texted me. I was, 
I've been hanging out. I was hanging out with Carlo like a bit this week. He's who I went to go see the Guy Mad movie with, and then I ran into him Saturday as well. We met up for coffee. Um, yeah, so Carlo, Leanne, and other people I can't remember. We should have Carlo on the show. We talked about that. We were, I was going to bring that up off record, but yeah. Leanne, now that we got our Skype thing straightened out, um, well, big yeah, things, big things. What, what, we, we, we got guests. Yeah, we have, we have, I don't want to jinx it, but we have a very exciting yeah. interview yes. to next Sunday. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk to you off record because I have an idea. I think, I think since we're going to be Skyping Europe, we might as well try to see if, uh, if someone else could Skype that day too. Okay. I'm curious who that is, but okay. Who else could it be? Lots of people. Of the of the European the of the directors living in Europe that said they'd be on our show. I oh there's, I get there's oh, two. <laughs> I have to finesse that because I feel like she's not in her emails yet. I'm not talking about Claire. Oh, then I don't know who. I'm talking about uh, Katie Gonzalez. Oh, and, duh. And Liam Damn. Gavin. I'm sorry. I no, I know that. I associate Katie Gonzalez with New York City because of Ikaj. Because Ikaj, but I which believe... is a compliment because that movie is so New York that I associate everything having to do with Ikaj with that with New York. So, but yeah. So if you're listening, maybe we can Skype you next Sunday morning. That would be awesome. Because we're figuring it out. I have I have a new computer, and we're gonna be doing cool things. And even though I don't like talking to people that aren't in the same room as me. We we want the goal is to make yeah. a great show. Yeah, and you know I guess you know we have a lot of guests. We have Carlo coming. We have uh, we have Cato. R- Roberto Cato Rocco. Yes, yes. Robert Cato. Yes, we're gonna talk about only uh, Gloria by Sidney Lumet for two hours. It's gonna be a it's <laughs> gonna be a quick episode. <laughs> two hours, dog. All right, two hours of silence by me and Rob. Whatever you guys are, super haters. <sighs> No. Yo, so, uh, uh, yeah, Saskia and I, she's been making fun of me because we realized that, like, I'm born and raised Brooklyn, fourth generation. Right. I think Queens is my favorite borough. Oh, she said that to me. Yeah, when we, yeah. Why? I'm curious. I have my reasons, but. Um, just because it's so, it's a more magical place. You can, uh, you know, I've, I've, you can, I can go to Queens, get off at. any train station mm-hmm. and walk for four hours okay and not know where I am and maybe end up in Long Island yeah. or maybe end up in Brooklyn sure. or like the best foods the best the best uh, food is in Queens yes there's my favorite Thai place is in Jackson Heights and also Sripa, obviously my Sripa, fa- Sripa Pie I forgot the name of it well, yeah, well Sripa Pie is is the famous Jackson Heights? Oh yes, it place. is. Yeah, sh- yeah. I w- I've been saying it wrong. Shri Papai. I'm 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 saying it wrong. Now that you say, I know, but I know what you're talking about. Also, my favorite Indian food is in Jackson. It's called Jackson Heights Diner, which it's not a diner. I just it's just like a renovated thing that used to be a diner, but it's a great Indian buffet. So Jackson Heights Diner is great, and also any random Colombian spot because that's where a lot of Colombian Dude, all uh, the, folks are. Yeah, or the or just like the Arepa Lady. In yes. Jackson Heights. You were ta- yeah, we were talking about She's her. She's so good. Now there's now there's an Arepa Lady in the DeKalb. Yeah. Did you you know the market underneath the the Alamo? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a it's it, yeah. None of the outposts are as good as the original places. Sure. But it's cool. It's nice. You go to the Alamo, and then go to go, like get a thirty dollar pastrami sandwich at Fake Cats's. Why not? No, but but 
Yeah, there's something weird about that whole underground place. However, they have fried pizza dough pizza down there. And you know how much I like fried pizza dough. I think it's my fourth favorite pizza. Okay, in now, the you're downtown. Just, now you're just going. That place is good. You had it. You ate it at my robot friend Corey's house. <laughs> Yo, how are you going to put your man on blast on the radio? What? <laughs> Though, yeah, last last week's episode, you called Robin Quivers a maid. No, I called her the maid. Oh, God. The maid. That's a... Uh, Am that's... I wrong? I'm wrong? No dead silence. What, I'm wrong? I'm not... I don't. I don't. Make I don't those. co-sign any. Per- Yo, I, I know how you feel shit. about Howard Stern. That's right. I, oh, I feel bad for putting you on. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to put you. But anyone who co-signs a lot of things Howard Stern's and just laughs and laughs and laughs, you're the maid. I don't care. I'll say it to her face. I'll say it to Howard Stern's face. I'll, I'll punch Howard Stern in the titties. I will. Just kidding. I'm not. But um, put you in the titties. It's from a battle rap battle. Which one? What? <laughs> I'm not in a position to make fun of that subject matter, but at the same time, I was going to say, was that against Shotgun Shook? No. Oh. You would. You, you can imagine why I would say that. No, it, it's that. What do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, it's, from, it's, from a funny, <clears throat> it's from a funny battle that I text you about sometimes. Right. Oh. Oh, I can't think of what it is. Now I'm curious. Uh, you know. Yeah, my penis is coming. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> All right. All right. I Shout was, out to our friend. We'll I was just try- say that. I was trying to not put talk about that. No, nah, man. Ever since it's been on my. Uh, you sent me. You you sent me a text that reminded me of it, and it worked. My design boss, my design manager, who's very cool, by the way. She was like, Marcus, what are you smirking about? And they made me so I was like, nothing. And I was like, trying to keep, like, just like how I am right now. I was like, no, nothing. I just, it's just, just this thing. Just be like, shut the fuck up, boss. <laughs> Leave me alone. Damn. I'm trying to work. Stop. I would, no, I've never said that to her. I, but, uh, do you think I would say that to my boss? I want to say it to previous bosses. Hey, boss, previous. Fuck you. I'm trying to work. Come on. Yeah. Leave me alone. Before I do something to your dad. <laughs> I mean, before you catch me doing that. Stop it! All right, so uh, Sas- Sasuke and I double featured uh, Port of Call by Bergman. Oh, yeah. And Ladies Trip. I like that. During the That's blizzard. That's cool. Um, what a double feature. Yeah, we just kind of watch whatever we watch. Portocol was good. I thought you, before you said Bergman, I thought you were going to say New Orleans, the Bad Lieutenant, uh, kind of remake by Werner Herzog, but uh, that that should be at the top of your list, by the way. But anyway, go ahead. Who who, who thinks that I haven't seen Port of Call, New Orleans? Like? Oh, I think I'm confusing you with someone else then. I'm sorry. No, I fucking love that movie. I think yeah. Werner Herzog is a wonderful narrative filmmaker. Sometimes. I think Sometimes. Look, yeah. I don't care. If sometimes you make Strosik, then sometimes you're good. Oh, man, that's a... Yeah. All right? That's a classic. That's okay. in my all-time top 25. I know. Yeah. I know. But anyway, go back to uh, Port of Call. So, uh, Sasuke was pointing out, because I didn't understand the symbolism right away, that it's 1948, mm-hmm. and it's right after World War Two. Right. And it's about this wanton woman and a sailor. Uh-huh. You've seen the movie? Yes. 
No, and, I'm letting you. I'm just. And they're going through their things, and then they want to run away, but they choose instead to stay, mm-hmm. which is like a metaphor from trying to run away from the problems of Europe, and what happened, and then but instead facing the stuff. Yes. Which was all well and good, but also to me it was like the Swedish dude was trying so hard to be like uh, Marlon Brando in in Streetcar. Why do you say that? Go explain, please. Because he's just like this angry man. Or like a cross between Marlon Brando in Streetcar and James Dean in um, Rebel Without a Cause. Right. I feel like a lot of actors were trying to do that. I don't know if that, if well, that matches up. Those are two of the most influential actors ever. So It's true. Apparently, they had a strange, uh, like, like, sub-dom sexy relationship. Wait, with each other? Yeah, Marlon. Oh, no, I thought that was like a rumor. Well, that's I said I heard. That's that oh, I heard, enough, heard means heard, a rumor. Heard. You ever read Hollywood Babylon, Kenneth Anger's book? No. It's a good read. That's, I'll just I'll say no more. It's like TMZ before TMZ, but like in an artsy way, because you know who Kenneth Anger is? He's a famous filmmaker. He did, you know, like uh, Scorpio Rising. He did a lot of homoerotic short films. He did Rat Rabbit's Moon. Um, but he was also just like this Hollywood insider guy. He's still alive. He's very old, but he was just like an early film weirdo guy. But uh, Hollywood Babylon. It's <laughs> good? It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. Marcus is into wrestling. Hell yeah. I wonder what certain folks are going to feel when they find out that you're into that. That, you're, that you. Look, you know. Everyone's got their stuff. You have a lot of stuff. You're a passionate guy that's into a lot of things. Uh, I think the fact that you can, you know, quote all of Bret Hart's finishing moves, but but also like Aguari Wrath of God, I yeah. think that's awesome. Sharpshooter. He would um he innovate he was this thing. He would instead of like people would jump from the top rope, he always jumped from the second rope. That was like his, that was like one of his things. I can't be bothered to go up to three. You sounded you did kind of sound like Bret Hart. He's notorious for being a serious guy. Like, he's very much like a grumpy, kind of just, like, takes himself too serious. And Scott Hall told a famous story. The first time he visited Bret Hart's house, it's like a shrine to Bret Hart. Like, the, the minute you walk in, there's a painting of him right in front. And then throughout the house, there's just pictures of him all throughout his house. Which I, I, I respect. Bret Hart's in my, he's my all-time top four favorite pro wrestler, so... Who are, the other, the, who are the other three? Shout out to the Pink and Black Attack. Uh, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Um, oh, good call. Bad News Brown. And good call. Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon. Interesting. Those are, the, those are the top four. It also reminds me of, do you ever watch the show Cribs? I mean, I used to, yeah. The documentary show about John Cribs, Mr. Cribs. His oh, no. And, his <laughs> life in Poughkeepsie, uh, just being really passionate about movies. And, <laughs> being a nice guy and being supportive and giving yeah. me hugs. No, I'm talking about the MTV show. Chris. But although you just pictured me like a camera crew going to Poughkeepsie and John doing like, you know how they do like the triple door open like, hey, 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 welcome to my crib. Yeah. These are my cool daughters. Uh, this is my wife. Uh, these are my books. Um, books these are about, my movies. These are books about movies. They're movie, they're movie adaptation books. Sure. He, well, no, John has a, like a crazy book. He doesn't just, John, John reads every kind of book there is. But I just pictured John on MTV's Cribs now. Well, yeah, it's to be MTV's John Cribs. Yeah. Mr. Cribs. Yes. I'm still working on your on your cocktail drink called the Mr. Crib. I think it's just going to be Mr. Pib with a cherry on top. Maybe a rum floater. Okay. 
Which is you Sounds... put the rum on top, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like a like a rum poop showing up in a in the toilet. Ew. No, but you remember MTV Cribs? Yes, of course. There was an episode with Tyrese, yes. and, and he had this gigantic mural that he made of of um, I don't Malcolm X baptizing Tupac. Oh yes, how how would I forget? How that? How could I you forget that? Yeah, no, I didn't. Re- yeah, yes. It was like straight out of June Bug. June Bug, yes. A lot of people don't like that movie. I like that movie. Put Amy Adams on the map. Mere cats. Yeah. Of course, I'd never seen a colored person before, so I gave them all uh, your boyfriend's face. Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> moment. They all had large. Uh, that was an interesting <laughs> painting. <laughs> I feel like if there was a girl I didn't like and wanted to like date her and bring her to my place, I'd have that painting like on display, just like Bret Hart has a painting. You open the door and that's that, and that's well, the painting. You the see. painting was like a mix between like a lot of it was like a composite of many folk artists, huh. but the folk artist that was being, that was really popular at the time was Henry Darger, uh-huh. who was who was a guy from Chicago. He was a uh, he was a janitor who went to church like nine times a day and when he died they found like thousands of paintings and drawings that he right. did mm. and like the this this story this 17,000 page book called the Vivian girls and it was like these paintings of girls with penises and like unicorn horns and having fights and um <laughs> go on and yeah it's really cool he's and um so I, there's a band called the Vivian girls they're good Oh, cool. There's also, there's a documentary about Henry Darger, but the thing is, like, there's so little known about him that it's, like, the documentary is just more like, who was he, and what was this paintings? Right. But that was, like, a big a big uh, inspiration, I think, for the film Junebug. Where are we at on time? Very cool. I can't actually, t- oh, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You can, it's, it's right here. Yeah. It's just right there. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you. That was a sneeze in the background. Yeah. That was a sneeze in the background. I was gone, but I'm back now. All right. I was happy, but I'm mad now. Give you a high five, like, tadow. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just having a little fun. Um, I'm mad. Because you cut me upstairs in the bedroom. <laughs> doing something to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I know... This is all your fault. Look, this is all your fault. M. Toomey's going to kill us, but I know what our going out is going to be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Some music from port call with... Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Okay, you got it. You just mad because you came in the room seeing me fucking your dad. It's okay. Wait a second. Listen, understand. I'll fuck anything. Yes, it is true. I fucked your moms, I fucked your dad, and now I'm out here fucking you. Bitch, don't come with me. Don't talk no shit. I'll cut you up and I'll stick my foot all on your clitoris. Niggas ain't even listening to what I'm saying.